Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. with Kathleen Coble, we talk all about Amazon and the opportunities that there is to make money on Amazon as a mom. Guys, I'm so excited about this because this is a great way for us as moms to get involved in create extra income streams. Ooh, so excited. So we asked a lot of questions, but here's the deal. This episode is so packed full of all kinds of things that you might have some other questions. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to DM me on Instagram if there's some kind of a question that I didn't ask that you're sitting there asking when you're listening to this podcast. Come on. I do it too where I listen to podcast episodes from people and I'm sitting there asking questions. And sometimes the interviewer asks the questions I'm thinking, but sometimes they don't, right? And you're left wondering. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to DM me on Instagram. Let me know what that question is, and I will get the answer for you. So as always, y'all, share this episode on Instagram stories. Just screenshot it and tag me so I can re-feature you as well. But before we get to this interview, I want to tell you a little bit about Kathleen. Guys, she is multifaceted, multi-passionate mama, which pretty much is the, the gamut of who we talk to on this show. And I would bet you are the same exact way. You have so many different passions, so many different callings, so many different things that you are about that makes you up. And that is exactly why. Why I started this podcast. It's a permission slip for you to just go pursue your incredible brilliance, both inside motherhood and outside of it. So anyway, without further ado, let me share Kathleen with you. Kathleen Coble is an Amazon expert seller and consultant who helps small businesses grow their brands and scale their sales by selling products on Amazon. Her mission is to help business owners increase their visibility, trust factor, and profits by selling on a marketplace full of customers ready to buy. Guys, without further ado, here's Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. Glad to be here. I'm so excited to chat about this because Amazon is slowly taking over the world. And I know you're an expert in Amazon. And um, I would love for you to introduce our moms to um, just that area of expertise that you have. But first, before we go there, kind of talk to me about motherhood and how you got into this whole entrepreneur journey as a mom. Sure. So motherhood is really what what sparked it all for me. I mean, I've always been interested in being an entrepreneur and I was, I was given a really great opportunity after, um, after I went to grad school, uh, I couldn't find a job. This was back in 2009 and I, um, when the economy wasn't doing so great, couldn't find a job. So I actually had a really great opportunity with my uncle who was an online entrepreneur. He, uh, asked me if I wanted to come work for him. I did, and it was uh, the greatest opportunity uh, that's probably ever happened to me, really, um, besides having kids, of course. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and Oh, yeah, and the husbands, right? <laughs> we need those for the kids, too, right? <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I worked for him for about eight or nine years, and that's where I got started selling on Amazon. I started selling my old uh, textbooks back when Amazon only allowed you to sell books, and then as a, you know, kind of a side gig, I had approached him and asked him if I could sell. We were uh, we were running a supplement company at the time, and so one of my 
side things with him was to sell his products on Amazon. And so that's really where I learned the ins and outs of Amazon. Uh, this was, you know, probably, gosh, when did we start this? I don't know, six or seven years ago now. And, um, so that Amazon store just grew really, really big. And, you know, I, I just became engrossed and I learned as much as I could. And really that's what gave me the opportunity to leave my job working for him and, um, and branch on out on my own and do what I'm doing now. And really the deciding factor for me was, you know, I kept saying for years, I want to do this on my own. I can do this. I can do this. And it was when my daughter, I had my daughter about, she was 15 months. And that's when I was really like, okay, I'm missing way too much time with her. She's growing up way too fast. Why am I working for someone else um, whom I love, which is a great opportunity, but I could be doing this for myself. And so yeah. um, that's when I left my job to uh, start my own Amazon store, business agency, uh, all of it. And uh, I, I have to say that it was really my daughter who was my inspiration uh, and gave me that drive to do that. So was it confidence? Like, what, what do you think it was that you, why you didn't pull the trigger before starting your own business? I think before, yeah, part of it was confidence for sure. Um, part of it was, you know, I wanted to wait till I had enough money in the bank, really, to, yeah. you know, kind of comfortability. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am very much a, like, I need to have that little security net. And so, uh, so part of me was waiting for that security net. The other part of me was like, you know, I, I kind of felt like I was, um, you know, not, not cheating on my boss, but because he was an online entrepreneur, he was always doing something different. I, I always felt like I couldn't like do my own side thing and, and like go back and tell him about it. Cause he'd be like, well, you work for me. So, which probably isn't true at all. Cause I never even asked him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was all in my own mind. Um, but yeah, really just the combination of, so I saved enough money to, you know, basically pay all my bills for my family for like a year. Uh, so yeah. I knew I had this comfort, this cushion. And then um, my, my husband at the time, was a stay-at-home dad and so uh, while I love that he was the one home with her I was a little bit jealous you know that he got yeah. to spend all the time with her and so leaving you know gave me that great opportunity to not only start my own business but spend more time with my daughter and now it's like the best of both worlds through some trials and tribulations yeah. Uh, what is what does it look like now? Are you guys both home as as full time parents? Like um, so up until yeah up until about um, gosh he just got a job in in October so it's been less than a year uh, we were both home for the first two years after I left my job um, running the agency and everything was going great um, it's just we worked together for about five years he actually quit his job while I had my first Amazon store while I had my job and he was working on that for a few years and um, we just needed a little bit of a change and so he's actually doing the same thing he does Amazon consulting he just does it uh, full-time for uh, for a very large company and I do it you know on my own for some smaller businesses so no he's not home so with cool. me anymore <laughs> No, but isn't it cool, like, when you can kind of just design your life the way you want to? And, you know, our kids don't know any different. Somebody's always home with them, which is such a blessing for us. Oh, and, and my kids for the first year, or, you know, my daughter for the first two years, she, like, daddy didn't, you know, mom and dad work from home. You know, she didn't even, yeah. we actually watched her uh, during those during those times. And <laughs> we didn't have child care till about a year ago. So um, it yeah. was it was a totally different experience for her and, and it is now, but I like being able to, you know, let her know that there's all these opportunities in the world and you don't have to 
go to your job every day. You know, mommy works from home, daddy doesn't, but you know, we're still able to, you know, my, my son's birthday is two days from now and I took the day off, you know, cleared my schedule. And so it's a Thursday, it's the middle of the week, but it's his birthday and I want to spend it with him. So I'm going to. I love it. I love it. Well, kind of for those of us listening that don't really know about this whole Amazon world, walk us through what you do. You said agency. You said you have your own store. Like, what is all this lingo? What does it mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> um, so so I have my own Amazon store, which uh, where I started with that was retail arbitrage. So I would actually go to stores like there's an outlet mall close by me, and uh, I would buy different items and then resell them on Amazon. So I'd actually, is that time intensive? It is in the beginning. Yes, okay. it most definitely is. When you've never done it before um if you don't know what you're looking for you don't know you know kind of where to go it can be very time consuming uh, but because I did this actually I did this for a few years I started this before I actually quit my job and so now it's to the point where I know exactly what sells um, I don't actually go to the store anymore myself I have someone else who does it for me so I've formed a partnership with someone else who she now knows um, she knows the ins and outs of my store and the brands that we sell she'll go to the store for me she'll ship all the inventory over to Amazon so that they can actually fulfill it um, and then we just split the profits and so it's actually a great kind of like side thing that I've that I've started um, well and, and again that's how I started with my Amazon store yeah so if you find something let's just say it's a salt lamp because some for some reason I see those randomly in like Publix and they're usually cheap and those probably sell decently well I would think um, so what if you buy you do you just buy the whole stock of whatever's at Publix or Kroger or wherever you're getting it so it kind of depends. I like to be a little bit conservative. So if it's something that I've already sold and I know that it sells well, yeah, I'll go buy, I'll go buy the whole stock. I'll go buy 10 or 20 or 100, whatever they have. Um, if it's something I've never sold before, I will buy, you know, maybe two or three and put it in my store, see how quickly it sells. Um, and then also see what my profit margins end up being because your margins yeah. can fluctuate from the time you uh, scan it. So so what it is is there's an app on your phone. So when you're actually in the store, you can scan a barcode and see how much is being sold for on Amazon and then see how many other people are selling it and gives you a good idea of how competitive it's going to be, if it's going to be a good product to resell. Um, and so after, you know, after figuring out is it going to sell or not? I'll test it small, and then if they sell quickly, if I make good money, then I'll go back and see if there's any more, and then go buy back and buy that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that app for anybody, or do you have to be an Amazon account user first? So you do have to be an Amazon seller, um, but you can sign up for a free seller account. Uh, they will prompt you to get the $40 a month professional seller, but you can yeah, sign will. up for, yes. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they make it difficult to find that individual seller, but you can sign up as an individual seller for free. Um, in order just to get the app on the phone, then you can start scanning things and uh you know long term you'll want to do you want to upgrade but when you're just getting started why pay for something if you don't need so to? yeah you're saying long term you want to upgrade um i would imagine long term you probably want to set up some business around this but do you have to at first or can you do it personal under your own no social? you can do Nope, you can do it personal under your own, definitely, um, to start. That's, that's how I started. You know, I was, I was afraid to start my own business and, you know, have anything business oriented. So everything was under just me. You know, it was me going to the store, scanning things. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget the first time I did it. I went to a Walgreens, which don't ever go to a Walgreens because there's no real deals there. Um, they have the one I. What do they do with the coupons? Really? Uh, you know, oh, so that's. It used thing. to be a big deal. Uh, 
That's true. That's true. But, you know, now you have Walmart. Now you have, um, you know, these discount stores, Marshalls, things like that. Those uh, even outlet malls, uh, those are those are where you want to be, really, um, if you're doing retail arbitrage, which, again, is really the best way to start. It's the lowest cost way to start. Uh, and it's a great way to just learn the ins and outs of selling on Amazon. Um, yeah. It's not your long-term business strategy. You know, eventually you want your own products. Or even uh, now we've really branched out into teaching people how to sell so that they can do it as a service, which is what we do also. Um, but, you know, I have BAs that I train now to be Amazon store managers because it's this skill that um, not a lot of people are teaching, but it's just so needed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And how it kind of leads into a question that I've had and was really excited to ask you. But how have you seen the landscape change? Um, just I feel like it's it's gotten very saturated. There's a lot of people talking about Amazon. So talk to me about that. For sure. There, um, you know. Five years ago, when I started my first store, it was definitely not as saturated as it is. You know, if you if you go search, um, I have a a podcast that I listen to, and his his example that he talks about is garlic press. You know, you go on and search for a garlic press, you're gonna find you know probably 50 different ones. Um, so don't go try to private label garlic presses and <laughs> make that your business. But there are so many different areas where there are still opportunities. Yes, some are saturated, but there are a lot of places where there still are opportunities. And one of the biggest opportunities that um, that I've seen that, you know, my consultancy agency, really our specialty is helping already uh, business owners who already have products sell them on Amazon. So they already have a product. Maybe it's patent pending. Maybe it's trademark. Maybe it's not. Um, but they just don't understand how to get their product live on Amazon and sell it. But they understand that they need to be for sale on Amazon because everyone's looking for stuff to buy on Amazon. And if they're not selling, someone's just going to buy something else from someone else. And so that's a really big um, that's a really big change that I've seen along with the other opportunities that Amazon provides now, which, um, you know, you can do handmade uh, for all you Etsy sellers out there. You can sell on Amazon handmade. Um, they're trying to they're trying to become Etsy. Uh, Amazon, well, Amazon's trying to become everyone. But um. <laughs> I saw I saw yesterday, actually, um, that they now have like a stitch fix type thing. They do. They do. Oh my it's gosh. called um, Amazon Wardrobe. So you can sign up and they will send you, you know, you can say, I want to, you know, they'll uh, set you up. I think they do it the same way. They'll set you up with um, uh, like a style personal shopper. Yeah, yeah. A personal shopper. They'll send you stuff. You try it on, send anything back within seven days. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I was doing an Instagram story yesterday and Alexa just randomly starts saying something. I'm like, what is going on? This is crazy. <laughs> everything, I mean, like everything in our house seems to be bought from Amazon. It's crazy. It's true. And you know why? Because you can buy anything on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got a delivery from Amazon today. I got a new blanket for my bed. I got piano books for my daughter. I got shoes for my husband. Like you can, it's a yeah. one-stop shop. And so that's. That makes it such a great opportunity for entrepreneurs like us. Yeah. So, okay. So you kind of said retail arbitrage is step one-ish usually. And then I guess private labeling would be the next place you went, right? Yes, exactly. Walk me through that. How do we begin? um, I I mean, I know there's a lot to this. So just kind of, you know, bird's eye view. How do we, how do we begin to find the right opportunities? Sure. So I always, um, I like to tell people to do the, the touch test. So you should write down everything that you touch, you know, for the next 24 hours. Say. That's so good. And that's going to, that's going to give you some crazy ideas uh, for products because 
you know, I always say sell what you know. Uh, you know, you might not, you know, we all use our computers and our phones every day. You know, we don't know how to manufacture phones or computers, nor would we ever want to. Um, but accessories. So, you know, you write down everything you touch for the whole day. A lot of it is going to be commodity items, but then you think, okay, what can I pair with this thing? Or, or what are two things I can put together that are going to make my life more so simple? Bundles. Yeah, bundles. Bundles are really a huge opportunity on Amazon because um, it, it requires the seller to think one step out of the box, but it gives the buyer uh, the ease of, well, I'm already going to buy these two things, so why not just buy from this person's this listing? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So um, is pretty much all private labeling done overseas? Uh, some is, some isn't. I would say, you know, you're going to get your best profit margins for the most part overseas, uh, but there's also a lot of risk involved because yeah. if you don't have the existing relationships with manufacturers, um, it can be a, a bit risky. I mean, there are things that, you know, there are steps you can take to um, to secure things. So there, there's a website called Alibaba, um, if anyone's familiar with that, and that's where you can go buy wholesale directly from Chinese manufacturers and again they do take steps to protect you and you know you have to wire money um, and and things like that but you know there's it, it, it's like being an entrepreneur if you don't take a risk you're never gonna you're never, never gonna, gonna end know. up with any rewards right um, there are plenty of US manufacturers it's gonna be a little bit more pricey but um, but there's still a lot of opportunity there I know people that outsource or that have manufacturers both in the states and overseas and you know they all do very well. It's really all about the product you sell and how you market it and um, and how you run your business, really. Yeah. So do you recommend, with as far as marketing goes, is it the kind of business where we need to be on Instagram and Facebook? Is it like that? Do you run your stores like that or is it really just you just market on Amazon? So for the most part, we just, yeah, for the most part, we just market on Amazon. However, I will say that it's, it's the businesses that already have the existing business that are branching out as am, to Amazon as a, you know, as an additional marketplace, gotcha. as an additional selling platform. They're going to be able to utilize those social media channels, you know, so say, you know, they post on their Facebook page, Hey, we just opened up shop on Amazon. Go here to get to, you know, free two-day shipping. Um, You absolutely can, but there are so many other marketing methods that you can do within Amazon before you even branch out that, you know, you don't necessarily need to. You know, ideally, you want to build a brand, you want to build a business, but you can certainly start with one product, selling it only on Amazon, and grow from there. Yeah, and do you have more than one shop? Is that typical? Um, so it's actually against Amazon's terms to have more than one shop, oh. um, at least in at least in your name for your business. So let's say you have three different business entities, you could have three different shops, gotcha. um, but it's one one shop per business or per person. So my personally, I only have one Amazon store, but we I manage dozens of other Amazon stores. So I have access to, you know, probably 50 different stores at any given time, um, half of which we manage long term, half of which, you know, I consult or do project work for. So, um, so yeah, just one Amazon store, but you can sell, you can sell a million products in that one Amazon store if you wanted to. Do they need to be like in the same category? Because I'm just thinking like if we're talking retail arbitrage, we might have a salt lamp and then a loofah and then a bunch of random other things. Yeah, so. no, no. Um, with the store, you can sell in any category. So some categories are restricted in that you need to apply. Um, some, you know, they want to see an invoice. Some they want to just see that you're in good seller standing. A lot of 
a lot of them are not restricted though. And uh, the great thing about that app that you can download on your phone is that they'll tell you right away. So once you scan a barcode, uh, Amazon will say whether it's restricted or not based on uh, your account settings and where you are. So I always tell people if you come across something that says restricted, just keep moving on because it's not worth your time. There's plenty of other opportunity out there that um, that you don't have to deal with that extra roadblock. I found that like the gated, it just kind of comes with a level of expertise that I probably don't have. Like cars, the car automotive is a gated category, right? I believe so. I think it is, yeah. I don't know. I've never sold anything in the car category. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just like it's an expertise I don't have, you know. So Right, right. And, you know, and actually Amazon is – they are lessening their restrictions on the gated categories. You know, every so often they'll open them up and they, they won't even need you. I sell a lot of, I have quite a few clients because it's where I started um, in health supplements. And so that used to be a gated category um, and now it's not anymore. And it mm. used to be a gated category that you had to pay $1,500 to sell in. And now it's not. So the health, that's really intriguing to me because there's just so many, I don't even know if I know the lingo around it. Is there, I mean, how do you even begin to find a, a manufacturer in that category? Oh, my gosh. Well, I know personally I could name about 10 manufacturers of health supplements. A lot of them are private label companies or um, like manufacturer on demand. Um, mm. So there's actually a company out there that will just ship bottles as they sell. You don't even have to buy the inventory ahead of time. Um, that's really where you're going to do the private label Um I the the company that I first started, he actually had uh, my uncle's supplements. He actually had a custom formulation. So that was what set us apart from all the other competitors. Supplements are very competitive. Um, but yeah, manufacturers, that's actually very easy. That's actually a very easy one to, to source in the U.S. is the supplements. Wow. I, that's a big, uh, probably a, a barrier of why people listening may not even do this is because finding manufacturers, knowing what to even Google, you know, could be tricky. Absolutely. And that's, um, personally, that's where I found my biggest roadblock was, okay, I'm going to, I want to private label something. What the heck can I do that is going to be easy to source that I know is going to sell. And so that was, um, because I hit that roadblock and I don't know if it was a, if it was a confidence thing or a financial thing, you know, I didn't want to sink, you know, however much money into funding my own private label brand. That's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to do consulting and try to fund it that way. Um, so I started with the retail arbitrage and then um, I started working for other companies, managing their Amazon stores, which then branched out into consulting. So then I'd actually teach them and their team how to do it. And now we do projects. We'll set up stores for companies and things like that. Um, but that that is also and I've actually been working with VAs to teach them how to do all that. And so that's another like way to fund where you can kind of get paid to to learn um, or learn more so and then move over into the private label and, and start getting your own products manufactured. OK, so profit margins, what is kind of like that magic number in your head that you're looking for? Yeah, so my magic number is. 30%. If you're a 30% profit margin, um, you're great. So this is this is your own. If we're talking about your own products, you want to be a 30% after all of your the Amazon things. Yes, exactly. And there's an app for that too. I'm pretty sure, right? Yes, there is an app <laughs> for that. You can go put in your um, put in how much your stuff costs, how much you're going to sell it for. It'll sink in all the Amazon fees. Um, but I always, like I said, with my clients, if if the 
profit margin is under 30%, it doesn't give them much wiggle room or, um, you know, say we want to start doing some advertising on Amazon, then that's going to wipe out all of your, all of your profits there. People get very frustrated and I've had quite a few clients that are like, I've been doing this Amazon business. I do, you know, millions of dollars in sales every year. But my profits are like, you know, not even six figures. Well, you know, you have to yeah. make sure the profit margin is there. You could sell a million dollars on Amazon, but if you only walk away with $500 profit, well, that's a lot of work for not very much money. Um, with the retail arbitrage side, though, I always have a goal of $10 per profit um, per item. And so when you're going scanning the barcodes, you'll be able to see right away. I mean, you literally just click over and Amazon will tell you what's your profit margin, at the end of the day after your cost and if it's ten dollars or more i say you buy it and you try to sell it on amazon hey guys have you grabbed your 1k roadmap yet this is the guide on how to start and monetize your expertise online while your kids are napping or in the morning before they wake up you can monetize your brilliance and this roadmap will show you how head on over to ambitiousmotherhood.com forward slash roadmap so is how hard is it to is it even necessary number one to rank your products on Amazon to actually sell them and how hard is it actually to rank so when you're doing retail arbitrage um, you have almost no control over that ranking so you're basically just saying yep I have one of these to sell and hoping that it sells now look kind of like an eBay situation yeah um, but you can but no look bidding. at yeah, exactly. Right. But you can look at the product ranking and see how popular it is. Um, and there are also third party softwares, one of which I use is called Jungle Scout, where I can actually go see how much revenue a particular product listing is doing in a third in a rolling 30 day period. So I can go and see if this product is is doing ten thousand dollars a month in sales. Yeah, I could probably sell that one. You know, if I have one, I, it'll probably sell. Let's say, you know, they're doing under $50 uh, in a rolling 30 days. Well, I'm probably going to leave that one alone because people aren't looking at it. People aren't buying it. Um, with your own products, though, ranking is it's important. Um, I, you know, the sales rank number, because it fluctuates so quickly, um, it's not necessarily something that I focus on. I focus more on the actual rankings of the keywords. So what we do is we'll we'll do competitor research. We'll see, okay, who out there is selling a product that's similar to what we're selling? And then what keywords are they ranking for? Um, you know, what keywords are they bidding on for advertising? Because at the end of the day, the way people are going to find your product on Amazon is the keywords that they're searching for. You know, say you want to find a yoga mat. Well, what's the most likely keyword? It's going to be yoga mat, right? Um, so if you can rank yeah. on yoga mat, great. That's wonderful. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to because it's very competitive. <laughs> so then we go yeah. one step further and say, okay, yoga mat, you know, and then you pick your color or uh, the type of material or, you know, yoga mat for beginners or yoga mat bundled with yoga ball, things like that. So that's the way that we distinguish our products from our competitors is that we bundle them. We focus in on more longer tail keywords, which is, you know, three, four, five words string, strung together instead of just yoga mat. Um, so that is 
super, super important. If you can't rank on keywords that are relevant, um, it makes it very difficult to show up in the Amazon search. You're not showing up in search. It's going to be hard to sell things, but you know, there's, there's always opportunity. And because the seller or the rankings fluctuate so much, um, it really leaves a lot of opportunity for people to, to be able to get in there and rank on page one for, for certain items. Uh, you just got to find, find where the opportunity is. I like it. So the algorithm, I would imagine, probably change changes pretty frequently. Yes. Do you, are you, or, or do you recommend people who are strictly on Amazon, they start on Amazon, do you ever recommend they do things kind of off Amazon to just kind of, you know how in online marketing, we, we definitely suggest getting an email list so that you're not controlled by the social platforms. So do you do that at all with Amazon? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is like the best way to jumpstart your store. Um, so like I always recommend, so we'll set up stores for companies and then I'll give them a suggested launch plan that says, okay, post this on your Facebook page, post it on your Instagram, do a little YouTube video, you know, utilize all the resources that you have in order to get the word out there. Even if they're not on, like if their store's not off Amazon, you would still do that. Yep. Yeah, okay. even if even if they're even if they're just selling on Amazon, that's actually a great uh, that's actually a great way to get people there. Like if you're where you run into problems is when you have your e-commerce shop and your Amazon store because you don't want to compete against yourself. And yeah. you you could do that if you start utilizing your social media and your email list and all that good stuff. But and the, um, the water gets a little muddy because Amazon is very particular too about about that, right? They are very particular, but, you know, long-term business strategy, you would rather have your customers going to your e-commerce site because it's your website. You have control over that customer information, but also you're not paying that 15% uh, that Amazon charges you for each sale. Yeah. So, um, you know, but like I said, if you you launch your products on Amazon uh, and you don't have an e-commerce shop, oh my gosh, push everyone you know, <laughs> push everyone you know there because as soon as you get those first those first few sales, that tells the Amazon algorithm, oh okay, like people are interested in this and they're buying. Okay, let's you know rank them on these particular keywords or let's rank them this number in this category so that people can find this product because you know you've brought people to your listings who have bought. So Amazon's like, oh, okay, well, this is relevant. People like it. So that's going to help you uh, rank higher in their algorithm. Yeah, yeah. So definitely like the email list. Um, you know, I don't know if it's been happening forever, but definitely lately I've been noticing more Amazon sellers. Like after I buy something, I'll get an email like, hey, thanks. Go leave us a review. Is that a new thing? No, you know, uh, we've been doing that for a long time. <laughs> it's, um, you know what it might be? I think I finally got a big girl account and got off my parents' Amazon account. That's probably <laughs> what it is. So I wasn't getting those emails. <laughs> that could be it. That could definitely be it. <laughs> um, no, that's actually super common now because, you know, the biggest thing that are, that'll make or break you as an Amazon seller are the reviews. And so if you have no reviews, it's very hard um, to get that traction going, which is, again, why we try to launch outside of Amazon just to kind of build that up right away. But that is going to be sending those emails are your best way to get product reviews and seller reviews, which then all of those all of that is is uh, factored into the Amazon algorithm. You know, as a seller, if you have good seller reviews, your products are going to show higher than a seller who doesn't have so great product reviews. Gotcha. I love it. So where, if somebody's curious on all of this stuff, is there a place you can connect us? Where can we all connect with you? 
to learn Absolutely. More. Yeah. So um, my site is mastersofmarketplace.com. You can go there and find there's tons of free trainings, blog posts, uh, videos. I have a YouTube channel, um, lots of videos on especially how to get started with retail arbitrage. I've got some great um, PDFs for uh, we just uploaded the seven step roadmap to launching your own products. If you have your own product, I can take you right through. Um, and it's actually a member site. So if you want to get coached by me and join us, supportive community of other primarily moms it's actually a lot of moms i love moms really cool. and they love me so uh, most of my most of my people are moms um but you know we're all working on our amazon stores together and uh and then they get like i said they get coached by me and you know this nice little support network so you can find me at masters marketplace.com or my uh consulting agency is cobleconsulting.com k-o-b-e-l consulting um and that's where i have you know more of the more, it's more for the larger companies if they want to hire us, uh, if they want to outsource their Amazon stuff and they really don't want to deal with it, uh, which a lot of people yeah. don't. But it is a really great skill to learn and can open a lot of doors um, if you like it and, and decide it's what you want to pursue. Well, I loved how you said that you train VAs, and I, I definitely think that would be like the way I would want to go. It would be like, let me learn all the skills, like you're saying, from you or some expert, and then um, – and then now that I know the skills, I've got the systems in place, the spreadsheets, the whatever, the metrics to be able to say, okay, here VA, let's let me show you what to do, look what to look for. Absolutely, and you know, as a business owner, because Amazon is just one channel, I mean, you can't spend all of your time 100% in there, and so that's why that's why we've really pivoted with the with the training is that you know I'm almost never training the CEO. I'm never training the business owner. I'm training someone in operations or someone in customer service. And so, um, and, and personally I've hired, I've hired people that I've trained and they now work for my agency. They have their Amazon store and, and then they work for my agency too. So it's really a skill that, um, is just so needed now that there are so many companies selling on Amazon. Like you go to Upwork, um, or some of those other freelance sites, it's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how I got my first client was Upwork. And so, um, and so it's, you know, it's just very needed. And if you can learn from the people like me who have been doing it for forever, uh, you know, we can pretty much solve any problem that Amazon throws at us. You know, we've got accounts reinstated that were suspended and it's, you can do anything. You just need to have the right roadmap to get there. Mm, that's so good. I'm a big fan of roadmaps, that's for sure. <laughs> well, this has been great. We could probably go on forever because it's so intriguing to me. And I would just say to those listening, like, this may sound like a lot. There's some words that we might have said that, that you, you've, you're not familiar with. I kind of know some of the lingo because my husband's been interested in this. Um, but just start, you know, join up with with uh, Kathleen and just start to get some information and I always say that sometimes it can seem like there's no opportunities, but if you just start educating yourself and learning new things, learning new skills, new lingo, whatever, you'll realize there is so much opportunity out there, especially for the mom who wants to work from home. Oh my gosh, there's just, there's so much. And that's why I love Amazon because you, you can sell products, you can be an affiliate, you can be a designer and make, you know, passive income. You can post your services on there. I mean, there's just so much opportunity that really, and, and it's a reputable company. And so it's not like you're going to go work for, you know, this agency where you have no idea who they are or what they're doing. Um, yeah. it's Amazon and you could really, I mean, you can make, 
a, a really good income um, from monetizing your skills on Amazon. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to totally retract my statement. We're not done yet. I do have notes here that you were you were going to talk about Amazon Marketplace to create passive income. Talk to me about that. I don't even think I've heard. You mean, does Marketplace just mean Amazon in general? Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple different, uh, so people think, oh, you make money on Amazon, you sell products. And that's what we've been talking about, right? That is that is um, one of the biggest opportunities, uh, one of the places where you're going to be able to make the most money for sure. Um, but there are other opportunities there where you can sell on Amazon um, for no money and you don't even need products like we're not even talking retail arbitrage so um, there's a program called Amazon merch where you can upload designs for t-shirts um, and they're print on demand so you know I know there's quite a few print on demand companies out there um, but it's just the, sh- the sheer uh, foot traffic and sales volume of Amazon um, we actually just got approved for merch a couple months ago after quite a while of trying to get in there they've changed their requirements so it's actually a lot easier to get accepted now um, but uh, I have a I have an assistant who likes to do design, and so she has designed a few T-shirts. We upload them to merch, and that's it. Yeah. They're there. They're available. You don't have to buy inventory. You don't. I mean, there's actually not that many ways to market it. So that's where if you have an outside uh, company or you know social media, that's going to be a great place to to market oh your gosh. Amazon merch. But like, you know, so say you have a Facebook group and somebody posts a picture of a T-shirt and you're like, where do I get that? And they're like, I don't know. I have my VA. Go create a design similar, maybe with the same saying or something like that. Put it on Amazon. I'm like, oh, here, you can get it right here. Buy it from me. And I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to buy inventory. I don't have to ship anything like that. I say um, funny things all the time that would be hilarious on T-shirts. <laughs> I think you might have just changed my world right now. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> or distracted me. Amazon I don't know. <laughs> Go sign up for Amazon merch. I'm telling you. I mean, wow. you know, you're only going to make 4 or $5 per shirt. Okay, but you know, what if you sell, like, five shirts a day and all you had to do was do this design and upload it? Like, you literally don't have to do anything. So you said you're not going to get the foot traffic on Amazon. Can we not put keywords and do that kind of thing? Um, you can do a, you can do some keywords, but they don't let you do like advertising. So um, within, if you're an Amazon seller, if you're selling in any of the other categories, you can actually, you know, I kind of talked about keywords a little bit before. You can actually bid on keywords so that you know you'll see the sponsored listings or things like that when you're searching around on Amazon. People are actually paying to be in those number one and, and higher level spots. Uh, with Amazon Merch, they don't have that function yet, but Amazon Merch is also pretty new, and so um, I have a feeling that it will it will become that way at some point but um but I always like to you know be aware of the new opportunities with Amazon because if you start at the ground uh when they're when they're starting these new programs it gives you that really good opportunity to have a leg up on you know 3 years from now you probably won't be able to make a lot of money with Amazon merch if you are just starting but but now, because it's not super competitive, um, there's there's just a lot of opportunity there. Well, you know, I, I know a lot of my friends in the industry who have their own personal brands. They a lot of times will make like coffee mugs with their podcast name and they'll send you to like Printfully or I think that's what it's called, like these other on-demand print services. Well, that Amazon merch would 
take over that. I didn't even exactly. know that was available. It's exactly. Cool. It is. It is. I'm telling you, go try it. Sign up. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything to have the account either. There is no time like today. You know, I think for, for many years I put off leaving my job, uh, you know, to get that security blanket or to, you know, wait till the perfect opportunity or whatever it was. But you can always start something. You can, there's always an opportunity out there, um, for you to make money online and be able to create the life that you deserve as a mom. You know, you should, you should be able to make money from home. You can, you know, you should be able to decide if you want to stay home with your kids or send them to the babysitter. You know, it's, it's really in in the day and age that we are living in. There's just so much. I think I've said the word opportunity like a hundred times um, in this in this interview, but there it's just there's so much there, and all you, like all you have to do is just decide that you're going to take action and figure out something. And um, there's there's just really no there's no reason not to. Yeah, well, I lie again. Here's one more question. <laughs> what would you say is an, a good hourly range that running a successful Amazon store would take somebody? Uh, good hourly? Like how many hours a week? I know oh, that's how many kind hours of, a week? Yeah. Yeah, so when you're starting, it's going to be a little bit more time intensive because as you're getting to getting the lay of the land and, um, you know, really want to monitor everything much more closely when you're first starting, but... Uh, I mean, really, you could run an Amazon store in an hour a day, um, less than an hour a day if you have really good systems in place. Um, it really, once you're set up, the management, um, you know, you could spend 10 minutes on it or you could spend two hours every day. You know, we tend to spend a little more time because we're constantly optimizing and constantly, you know, we're advertising and doing all these things. But, um, you know, you could set it up and, and let it go. Uh, but really, I would say, you know, if you devoted one hour a day, um, yeah. you would you would still see quite a bit of progress. Mm, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, let's hop on into those last few questions that we ask every mom on the show. So the first one is, what do you have one mom or business owner hack to help others manage motherhood and business well? Oh, yes. I would say um, ask for help. <laughs> ask for help as much as you can and get help in the areas that you don't enjoy doing things. Like I will say that I, I just subscribed for um, Instacart, which is a grocery delivery service. I hate going to the grocery store more than anything. And after quite a few experiences with my one and three year olds where there would be screaming for 20 minutes straight or the blueberries explode out of the packet in the middle of the frozen food aisle. Um, Lots of just not so great. Yeah. (laughs) I decided to try out Instacart and like, and I'm not pitching Instacart. Like I legit, I love them. I order from them twice a week now. Uh, Like I'm on the monthly or the yearly plan or whatever it is. Um, But it saved me so much time and stress and energy. Like, oh my gosh, like you you just, you have to ask for help and outsource things like house cleaning. I don't clean my house anymore. It's amazing. I have someone that does it for me. Um, And it's just it just makes everything so much better. And it gives me time to focus on like things I want to do, like spending time with my kids. I don't want to spend time with my kids at the grocery store. That's horrible. (laughs) I want to spend time with my kids, you know, in our backyard. So I have the groceries, you know, come to me. So yeah, ask for help and don't be afraid to think outside of the box to find that help, like grocery delivery. Yeah. I just used Instacart for the first time a couple weeks ago. It was like, Oh, and in Florida, it rains like every day. So going, I mean, I feel bad for the person. I'll give them a nice little tip, but right. Yeah. (laughs) 
not interested in that. Totally. And it's so worth it. So worth it. So So if you could do this all over again, what would you recommend? Tell yourself, what would you do instead? What I do instead, I would, um, I would pick a focus much sooner than what I did. Um, after I left my job, I, you know, I knew I wanted to help moms. I knew I wanted to make money online, but I didn't quite know how to, put that all together. So I tried to be like a business coach for moms that didn't work out very well, but I also wasn't niched down. It was like, Oh, do you want to start a business here? Hire me to coach you. Yeah. That didn't work very well. So, (laughs) so as soon as I niched down to Amazon and got really specific about how I could help people with that, um, my business did a 180 for the better and just really took off after that. So you got to pick, pick like one thing, one like bigger thing and have that be your focus of your business and just work on it until, until it gets to where you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, And it's a process, right? Such a process. Totally. It's it's a long process and it can be frustrating and stressful, but it will be so worth it as soon as it starts working and uh, starts, you know, providing you with the life that, that you want. Yeah. And I think like you're saying, you want to become known for something you like, how would somebody else describe you? Oh, Kathleen, she's the Amazon girl. Like you get tagged every day in a post in like a Facebook group that group that we're in every day, it seems like. And it's because you're known for a specific expertise. So, I mean, I've had to do this in my own business, whereas like now I've decided, okay, I want to be known for helping moms start businesses in the digital info type space, like taking their expertise and creating a product that's passive. So it's just, it takes time, but you've got to, I definitely encourage anybody listening, if if you don't have that focus or niche, just, just start to take action, start talking, start creating content. You don't have to have it figured out from day one. Absolutely. And you won't have it figured out from day one. And it'll take you a little while to to figure it out, to figure out what you want to do or where you can niche down. But like you said, just just start, just take action and start and and the rest will fall into place. If you're motivated and you know your why and you're doing what you need to be doing, it it will work out eventually. So good. Well, what is your favorite app system or software that you'd recommend right now? Ooh, I would have to say Trello. I am obsessed with Trello. It's how I manage like every aspect of my business, my content, my clients, my to-do list, like everything, like my grocery list, everything is in Trello. Like I actually don't know how I functioned before I discovered Trello. I think I've been using it for about three years now. And uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing. I've created systems in my business where I literally follow a Trello board and it's check, check, check okay, now our project's done. You know, I mean, I'm simplifying, but it's, it's just yeah. uh, Trello can do wonders for, um, for systems and for saving you time. Yeah. You know, I think back to when I had a job um, at a real estate brokerage, like running the operations and stuff, but you'd sit down every day and you'd already have systems and programs in place. Like you would know what to do, but when you own your own business, like, you sit down, you're like, okay, what do we do? That's not there. (laughs) So Trello is a great solution. Asana, like Google Drive, like these things are great. We've got to have templates. We've got to have systems and plans. So I love that you mentioned that. Yes, it's so important. And like I said, as as a mom and a business owner, as much time as you can get back, you you want all of that time back. That's that's what Trello helps me do, save time. Love it, love it. Well, last question for you. What is the best book you've read? And then what are you looking forward to reading soon? Ooh, let's see. The best book I've read. Um, so 
I'm not done with it yet, but right now I'm reading Profit First, and it's completely changed the way that I look at finances in my business um, and just how important it is to take it's a like Dave Ramsey for your business. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> absolutely it is. Have you read it? Yeah, it's good. It's, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm only about halfway through, but, um, but I've set up my bank accounts. I'm so excited. Like <laughs> it's, it's just so important because as a business owner, like we struggle and we, you know, all we want to do is make money with our business. And then like when we get there, like, which is where I'm at, like, okay, so I, I make good money in my business. Like now what, what do I do? Do I reinvest it? Do I do this with it? Like what's the best way for me to take this money and either make it work for me or grow my business or whatever. So Profit First has been um, a really great eye-opening book for me. And um, what do I want to read next? Um, I actually, the book next that I'm about to read is called No Drama Discipline because I have an almost yeah. two and a four-year-old. So we I feel have you. <laughs> issues <laughs> around discipline. And as a you know mom of a two and a four-year-old, I don't have it all together. I'm not going to pretend that I do. So I'm looking to this book to help give me some strategies and resources to make discipline um, a little more effective, but also like do it in the right way. So I'm yeah. not like yelling and screaming and threatening all the time. So I'm doing it in like a productive way where they learn how to listen, but also like be good little humans too. <laughs> You're going to have to let me know how that goes because the back talk is strong with my four-year-old right now. Oh, my daughter just turned four, and I'm like, are you four or are you 14? I Sometimes I'm not sure. It's really bad. She's almost five. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going pull up my hair. But then we have those, like, I call them Sour Patch Kids because it's like one moment we're super sour, and then the next moment it's like, oh, you're so sweet. Oh, I know. And then she's like, Mommy, I love you. You're my best friend. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I yelled at you. That's like, why? You're my best friend. Yeah. I know. Girls I know. are sweet. They are. They're so sweet until until they're not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, tell us one more time where everybody can connect with you, kind of what, what that best social channel is for you. Yeah, absolutely. So come find me. I'm usually on Facebook or Instagram, um, but uh, my website is mastersofmarketplace.com where you can come find tons of free resources and uh, templates and checklists and all that good stuff. That's really where if you want to learn how to sell on Amazon, go to Masters of marketplace.com um, and then my my consulting agency is Cobel k-o-b-e-l consulting.com and that that will give you a little more of an idea of the services that I offer and you know just where that potential is so if you do decide you want to start offering Amazon seller services to other businesses uh, there's a lot of different things you can offer um, go check out my site to see all the different things <laughs> Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Wasn't that super fun? Oh, my goodness. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and got some incredible nuggets and inspiration out of what Kathleen's doing and what it means for you. So if you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot your your podcast today, tag us on your Instagram stories. Definitely, as always, I love chatting with you gals on Instagram. So definitely DM me and let me know what's going on in your motherhood and business journey. 